It's Dave from Cheap Wine Finder again, coming to you with another wine review that we put on the CheapWineFinder.com website. Uh, just because we got nothing else to do but um, write about wine and talk about wine and drink a little wine. Can't go anywhere, can't do too much, but we can have fun. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. And we have a wine. I actually got it. Target went there to pick up some uh, toilet paper and done cleaning supplies. None, but I got the wine. And this is Hopes and Red Blend 2017 from Australia. And it's kind of an interesting blend. It's one of uh, Chinchero uh, Family Estates wine. They're a family-owned um, wine company out of California, and they actually. Uh, I think like a third of the wines at Target are from Chinchero. They have Sea Glass and Joel Gott and a, a Suter Home and a whole bunch of other ones. I mean, they have, they have a lot of wines you drank before and probably didn't know it was them. And so back to the hopes. And this is an Australian wine. It says South Australia on it. And, you know, that's, that's the whole kind of southern part of Australia. Uh, along the ocean, it gets so hot there that only where grapes grow is right by the ocean, and it's a kind of interesting blend. Um, the The two main grapes is um, Syrah or Shiraz, as they say in Australia, and Grenache, which are the two of the main grapes of the Southern Rhone Valley in France. You know, the, all the grapes there, I mean, all their wines there are blends. They're usually those two grapes. Sometimes a Movedra for a GSM blend. And along with those two Southern Rome uh, blends, they also add um, Malbec and Petit Verdot, which are two blending grapes that are approved from Bordeaux. So they're bl- using the blending grapes from Bordeaux and with the wines from the Rhone, and then they're filtering it through the south of Australia, which makes it kind of an interesting wine. And you don't know what to expect, but it's it's kind of a fun blend. It's 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 not out. It's not something you ordinarily see. Um, and it's kind of pretty nice. And I'm going to take a sip here because it's it's a it's a nice tasting blend. It, I mean, if you're just Netflixing and you're just watching something and need a you got a bowl of popcorn and a glass of wine and you're looking for something red, this will do the trick. I'm going to take a sip. It's really smooth and warm, but it's got some. With those, with the grapes used, it's not your typical everyday red blend. Something a little bit different. Another thing I liked about it, uh, they they don't give a lot of information on the website um, about the wine. Just a little bit. Um, it's off dry, which means it's going to be just a touch sweet. But usually that means nectar sweet. Uh, with red wines, that the fruit flavors really can take. I mean, can really that adds to the flavor sometimes. So that's not a bad thing, especially with a ten dollar one. I think it was nine ninety nine at Target, and um, it's twenty seventeen, um, which is a good sign for a ten dollar wine because a lot of times with drink it now wines that don't cost a lot of money, but the winemakers design them to come together quickly. I mean, the sooner you get them ready to go and sell, the quicker you get your money back. The sooner you recoup your investment and get your profit. And this one, 2017, you know, Australia is uh, on the other side of the equator. So it was probably picked in May of 2017. This is March of 2020. Uh, their website said uh, drink by 2022. So this is a drink it now wine. Uh, 
So this has got about two and a half years of some sort of aging. I don't know if they, they don't mention oak barrels. Could be. They don't mention anything. There's there's other ways of getting oak into wine. They can throw staves. You can throw powder. You can throw chips. They don't say anything. Uh, so And there are, there's, there's some chocolate and there's some vanilla in here. A little bit of spice too. I mean, there are the flavors you get from oak. They don't tell you how it's in there. Normally when they... You know, when they don't tell you, I always think it's probably another way, but you know, it doesn't mean that. I mean, if it tastes good, what do you don't really care? You're paying 10 bucks. It's not like you, you're getting oak chips in a you know, Napa Valley wine that you paid, you know, $85 for. Then you'd be mad. $10 wine, as long as it tastes good, you know, thank the winemaker. So, but 2017, this is just two and a half years of aging, either tank, barrel, or bottle aging which means it took a while for this wine to come together. So they didn't skimp. I mean, they didn't, um, not that, you know, if it's a wine designed to come together quickly, they're not really skipping. That's the way it should be. And, and it's going to taste the way that is, you know, that's, they're not skimping on that. You know, and that can be perfectly fine. It, it, it not, doesn't mean that it's bad or anything of that nature. But when you have a $10 wine that's been aged for two and a half years, it tells you that it, that there's some strong forces going in here that have to meld and uh, balance and um, and mix together. So it's a seamless blend, and this is a really smooth, seamless blend. So they took their time. This one wasn't rushed, and it's $10. And I'm always shocked by that, how they can do that on these wines. I know when it says South Australia, it can be you know, sourced from all over the place, but that's not bad. You know, just because a wine from California says California on a label doesn't mean it's, you know, it can come from some of the best um, vineyards in California. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, if it's good, it's good. Where it's from, you know, you know, terroir is big in France, but, you know, when you're talking about $10 wines, it doesn't mean as much. And it shouldn't mean as much because you want a good wine and you don't want to be bragging about how cool your wine is. You just want to be happy you're drinking it. And that's what we have here. It's smooth. It's sleek. It's got some nice, rich flavors. It's got chocolate. It's got vanillas. It's got uh, uh, licorice. It's got some uh, pepper. It's got some blackberry, blueberry, strawberry, raspberry. It's got berries everywhere. And uh, it, you know, it doesn't have the greatest finish in the world, but that's fine. Um, as long as it tastes good, uh, you know, the finishes and the, the body of the wine, the finish about the same and it kind of fades before too long, but they take another sip and you won't have to worry about the finish. You know, it's, it's one of those things every so often I get a wine that has got a great finish and you know, you go, Whoa, that's, that's what a finish is supposed to be. But you know, it's not the, you know, you're talking about drinking a wine. It's not the most important things in the world. It's nice when you get one of the great finish, but you know, if it's not, if it doesn't have it, eh, of all the things you can do without, that's it. So not that this has a bad finish by any, uh, by any means. It's just, um, you know, it just the body of the wine is uh, has enough going on that the finish is kind of overlooked a little bit. And that's that for me. And I think we're going to try to do a little bit, few more than usual because we had nothing better to do. I was actually going to do this podcast yesterday, but I somehow doing nothing and being locked in found myself too busy to do it. How that happened, uh, you know, like I can procrastinate anytime, any place I now have decided, but that's just me and uh, hope you're all doing fine. Lock yourself in, wait for it to blow over, I suppose. Oh, it's another thing I was going to mention here. Like the last one I did was the red cloak, which was a red cloaked figure going into this 
dense, dark woods where you couldn't see through to the other side. And you were entering a journey that you couldn't really tell where the finish would be. And now I'm drinking uh, Hope's End wine. I, I was thinking, man, I must be taking this um, this virus and lockdown feel badly because everything, uh, everything is uh, gloom. But no, uh, not really. I am kick it, staying in there. I hope you are too. We'll try to cheer things up the next few ones, but I'll be back. If not tomorrow, then the next day. We'll keep it going because uh, liquor stores are still open even during lockdown. So we can grab some wine and watch some cool TV, stuff we haven't seen in a while, and, and have a drink or two. Cheers, everybody. Adios. Keep it cheap and bye bye. <laughs>